I, 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 I try not to go in with one specific technique because every job is is so unique in its different requirements. So um, there's a focus and there's an understanding and approach to work which is sort of universal. And there, there are givens. There are you know there are there are certain parameters you have to work in as an actor. Um, um, sometimes they're the hardest to maintain. Timekeeping is one of them, and I'm, I'm notoriously bad at that. Um, and learning your lines, and I'm all right at that at times, and sometimes it can get overwhelming, with especially that clip you saw at the end uh, with that character. He's quite verbatious, so um, there are good days and bad days. But, yeah, I would say that it's just... I've always felt instinctively that it would limit the range of the work that you are capable of doing if you had one method that you imposed on everybody else that you're collaborating with. Hi everybody, I'm Dan. And I'm Mike. So welcome back to 15 Minute Hi everybody, Minute I'm Dan. Fanatics. And I'm Mike. So welcome to 15 Minute Film Fanatics. This is one of our midweek one-shots where we don't do the full 15 minutes, where we just do maybe five or so minutes on a small topic that one of us wants to talk about, usually film-related. Now, we've done ones on when Mike first saw Dune. We've done Jurassic Park versus Jaws. We've done Casino Royale. Um, we've even done one on why people don't like watching Joe Buck, which was vindicated because Mike said because he was dropped from the World Series, wasn't he, Mike? There were a couple of games where he was mysteriously not play calling. And I think it was really that uh, they were losing viewers uh, for having to listen to Joe Buck for like six hours. So we have a very, very powerful podcast that, 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 you know, makes waves across the broadcast world. So today Mike texted me and said, I got an idea for a one shot. I want to do a one shot on Benedict Cumberbatch. And I said, uh, okay, what do you want to say? And Mike said, just, we'll, we'll, we'll start rolling, rolling tape. So Mike, what's the deal with Benedict Cumberbatch? You know, I don't like him and that I don't necessarily think he's not good. So there was something I think this was on the Facebook page of Mr. Paul Muni or the um, where he said that he didn't want to get called a star. He wanted to be called an actor because he said a star is really an actor who can't act. Yes. And there's 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 some quality about Benedict Cumberbatch that really gets on my nerves where I feel like he has this undeserved reputation for, for these beautiful sterling performances, but he strikes me kind of as like the 21st century British Henry Fonda, you know what I mean? Where they, they kind of have like a Benedict Cumberbatch shaped hole and they just kind of stick them into it. So I just wanted to talk about that for a second. Like, what is the appeal of this guy? He's like, he's like six foot one. He kind of looks like a lizard. Like he doesn't blend in and look like any of the characters that he's playing. His voice always sounds the same. He tends to play the same kind of role. Like, are are you getting this? Am I? No, am I no. Here? I think I think you have this this strange, irrational, uh, uh, not a fixation on him, but um, I I have noticed over time I've never been able to get a straight answer from you about Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, you didn't think he was great in Tinker Taylor? No, I I mean, you think he just there's did a the lot job of people. Or... There's a lot of people who could have played that. I, I'll give you an okay. Example. Okay, right. Okay. I think, for example, Adam Driver. You may not like him. I think he does a lot of hokey movies. I think he does a lot of great movies. I think undeniably there's something electric about that guy that makes him into he is a, a real actor that you can't you can't take your eyes off it when he when he's on. He's just got those there's actors that just have like a six or seventh gear, which is beyond what other people can do. And and it makes other people experience emotions. I never forget that I'm looking at Benedict Cumberbatch with the with his strange lizard face. You don't think that like, you don't think that that's a strange face to be famous. Like 
I guess my assumption would be if you look I think he's like, a handsome devil. Really? Well, you know, I, I mean, but, you know, I, no, I'm you know. with you. I mean, to the, you know, to the extent that you admire other, other actor, but I, I don't know. I just, I think, I think he always looks like himself. He always sounds like himself. He's not believable to, for me to be that kind of guy. And just to keep getting cast all the time, you'd have to be a superb actor. And I'm, I try to keep trying to put my finger on like his best performance. And I, I, you didn't like, did you watch Sherlock? I did, but it's just Bendick Cumberbatch being an asshole. Like, I, and I get, and I get that Sherlock Holmes in the stories is some is sometimes yes. an a, 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 sometimes an asshole. But the the thing that makes the character so compelling is that he's charming. I don't think Bendick Cumberbatch's Sherlock has any charm. It's funny that you mentioned this because we just did we just uh, were talking the other day about actors playing real people and how tiresome you find that. So he got a lot of play for the Imitation Game, where he plays Alan Turing. But are you, like, so is your contention that he just like phoned that in or anybody that did that would have no, done a good job? No, but it's like, what is Alan Turing like? You, nobody, listen, you, nobody sees a clip of Alan Turing and goes, I know who that is, right? It's not, it's not like Philip Seymour Hoffman becoming Capote. Right. Truman, Truman Capote is a well-known character in and of himself. And then somebody is able to mimic that to the extent that they're, that they're believable or they cast another side to somebody that you think you know. Nobody thinks they know Alan Turing. Granted, granted. Now, listen, you're getting very excited about this, and I've clearly touched a nerve about Benedict Cumberbatch. What is it going to take for him to get back into your good graces? What is this guy going to have to do to convince you? I don't know. I just want somebody to explain to me why he's famous. There's a lot of pe- there's a lot of people you can typically explain why they're famous. Something. All right, let's do something... let's do a little test. You ready? I'm going to start. I'm going to off the top of my head. I'm going to start naming actors. You tell me why they're famous. Sure. Okay. You ready? Sylvester Stallone. I mean, Rocky. It, it's the famous. You know, the famous thing where he wrote directed the movie, starred in it. Really, he put the whole vision together. And then, you know, they they translated that into him being an action hero in the 80s. And then he was he was typecast after that. Okay. Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus is is an American everyman. He he's a he is actually a great so first of all, he's a great actor, right? And he's got a lot of range, right? You go from Jaws to Mr. Holland's Opus to the Goodbye Girl. He can play a lot of different roles and embody them all but nobody sometimes you look at Sylvester Stallone and you think well I would never be a boxer but there's a quality about Richard Dreyfuss that allows you to imagine your your way into his situations okay Paul Newman I mean Paul Newman explains himself Okay, right. So, so okay. So, you've defined these people in 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 contraposition to Benedict Cumberbatch that he couldn't do all of those things, and that's why I purposely said someone like Stallone, someone said like Richard Dreyfuss, and then somebody who like who who fires on all cylinders every time, like Paul Newman. And you just your just contention is that it's never happened with this guy. Yeah, I just don't get it. And and I mean, there's there's even people that I don't think are that talented, but I can kind of understand their appeal. What I don't get about what I don't get about him is that he keeps, he is lauded as though he is one of the great actors of the generation. And I just feel like it's fake and I, nobody's talking about it. All right. Well, we're talking about it here. So if you like to set Mike straight, you can follow us on Twitter at one five man film. He's, he's thrown the microphone across the room, ladies and gentlemen, he's, he's, he's done with this apparently. And so if you could start tweeting to us and let us know on Twitter, what Mike should do and, and how Mike might revise his opinion of Benedict Cumberbatch, we'd be thrilled to hear. What, now, Mike, you'll, you'll take all comers, won't you? Absolutely. If you, if you write in and you got a valid point, we'll just do another one. 
we'll, we'll, we will publish a correction. Thank you. <laughs>